Good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Whatever time you're listening, welcome. I'm Pastor Eladio Valverde. This is Concafe for Monday, the 10th day of May, year of our Lord, 2021. We're looking at John chapter 17, verses 6 through 19 in the New International Version of the Bible. In a devotional, we're calling Jesus' prayer for us. And so, dear friends, as you tune in and hear these words, hear how Jesus is praying this prayer for you right now, right where you are, facing whatever it is that you're facing, worried as you may be, anxious as you may be, but receiving through this prayer the calming assurance from our Lord that you are not now or ever alone and that you will be more than conquerors over whatever seems insurmountable right now. So here now, dear friend, the word of God. Verse 6. I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. This is Jesus praying to God the Father. They were yours. You gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. For I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I pray for them. Hear that? I pray for them. And that includes you. I'm not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. This means those who have accepted Christ as Lord and Messiah. Verse 10. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine. And glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them. Hear that? Protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. Talking about unity and faith, the one mind. Christ had the mind that we should have to know what would Jesus do? This is exactly what Jesus would do. Verse 12, while I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by that name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that scripture would be fulfilled. I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. Dear friends, this is the word of God for the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. Well, happy Monday to you, Concafe family. May this day find you wide awake, blessed and refreshed, and ready to face the opportunities and blessings of this day, dear friend. We continue to trust in the Lord as we pray for one another, especially for those with pressing needs before the Lord. I thank you for those who have been praying. I ask we continue to pray for my cousin, Bobby Rivera Padilla, whom I learned a couple of days ago stands in need of a lung transplant. She is the one battling COVID. 
I was also very sad to hear she lost one of her ears due to her not being rotated often enough in the hospital where she finds herself and had to lose that ear. Prayers as well for her husband and family and make time to lift up your needs before the Lord. That's the one thing we have, the assurance that God listens and God answers all prayers, all according, of course, to his need. Well, this past weekend was Mother's Day, and I wish all the moms who are listening a very happy Mother's Day, and I wish a blessing on all women who listen to this podcast, as well as men. Thank you for joining in. And I remember back in the day when it was the busiest time of year to use the telephone. Some of you may not want to admit you remember long-distance charges, but of course you do. A call from one city to another, depending on distance and other factors, could be an expensive enterprise. And many made a call to mom so that they could wish her a happy and blessed day. The telephone company loved the holiday as much, if not more, than Hallmark cards. They made money with long-distance calls. What I miss most about my parents being dead is not being able to talk to them, especially my mom during Mother's Day and in a few weeks my dad on Father's Day. First years were tough, very tough. When we had so much to share about our daughters and their accomplishments and development, and when the grandkids came along, uh, the desire will always be there to pick up the phone and talk to, to them and tell them, man, you're missing out on this wonderful child, and he or she is doing this. And, and it was such a joy to share with mom how much they looked like her, shared some mannerisms, they did great in school. And the list goes on and on. The silence now is very tough. And I pray comfort on those of you that felt lonely or sad because mom is now in the presence of God. May God bring comfort to us all. But friends, while we may not have long distance charges anymore, communication between loved ones is important and vital. With almost everyone having a cell phone and most have free long distance calls covered within the price of your cell phone, Making and receiving calls from parents and children is relatively easy. Getting your kids to leave a game or a chat with a special person, well, that's another thing altogether. With communications devices as modern and as effective as they've ever been, communication between loved ones is not what it used to be or what it should be. And prayer, dear friends, prayer as easy and as powerful as it is, runs a close second, and some might argue first, in neglect and usage. We don't call each other as we should, and we don't pray and talk to God as we should either. Now, today's passage is all about prayer and the special place it had in Jesus's life. Prayer was Jesus's lifeline and line of support. Jesus was truly a man of prayer. We can't forget that he was fully human and fully divine. He needed and loved prayer. It was his way of staying in touch with his father. He stayed connected with God, and he could share what was on his heart and mind, and God would respond to him with exactly the words he needed to hear and to use. The pressures and stress of this world on his life and ministry made prayer vital to Jesus' success. In this passage, Jesus is openly talking to God and sharing just what has been happening in his life and in the life of the twelve whom he called into ministry with him. And in the opening verses of this passage, Jesus says clearly that he is praying for them, 
for those, I'm quoting, for those you have given me, for they are yours. And he's talking about the disciples and also talking about those who have given themselves to the Lord and who are now, in a very real way, today's disciples. Can you imagine? Jesus truly loves and wants to bless the twelve in marvelous way, in the same way that he wants to bless and protect you. He knew what lay ahead for all of them, and prayer would be the only way which they would be able to make it. Prayer is like those phone calls I would make to my mom when I was in college and starting to have exams and tests. I would study, but I would also wait in line for the one payphone in the dorm. Kids ask grandma or grandpa what a payphone was. Ours was super interesting. There was that one phone booth built into the hallway downstairs in our dorm, Clark Hall of Lawn Morris College. Uh, and to put it nicely, it was very interesting and challenging because there was only one operator at night in Jacksonville, Texas, and sometimes her questions were more than what one would be willing to answer. I cannot remember the exact conversation I had to have with her one night and still could not get her to dial my whole phone number in Houston. Question after question and probing ones at that. And I finally said, you know what, never mind. I'll send a carrier pigeon. And I hung up. I told those waiting to use the phone, when she calls back, you don't know my name or where I went. They laughed. I think they'd been through that same thing before as well. The phone call that did matter was when I could speak to my mom or grandmother, answer their loving questions, and then share with them the upcoming exam. Have you studied? Would be their first question. Yes, ma'am. Are you ready? I will be, I said, hopefully. And she would say, uh, Momo, which was the name I gave my grandma, Momo and I will pray for you. And that's exactly what I wanted and needed to hear. I knew that prayers would soon be on their way to the throne of God, where these two dear ladies would plead on my behalf the great need that I had shared with them. Jesus' prayers were a bit more stressed than mine, and I respect and honor those, but you get the point. We all need to stay connected and in touch with God our Father. Jesus mentions key words and ingredients of prayer, and they were all in this passage. The word glory, the word protection, the word power in God's name, safety, joy, a full measure of such, and the word protection again. And oh yes, sanctification by truth and the commission to go into the world to work on God's behalf. It's important to know that such work as being a disciple is best done under the covering of sanctification, which is the purifying power of God's sacredness upon us. A purifying and making holy of us is a process that takes all our lives to accomplish. Remember Wesley's added dimension that he expected to be made perfect in love in this life, not by his own strength or by his merits. There was nothing he could do or say, but through those of King Jesus at work in him and in us, that we too can be made perfect in love in this life. My phone calls to my mother and grandmother were the assurance to me that I would be under the protection of God in my academic journey at college and beyond a sort of armor plating on me that I truly needed as I waged the war against him who would have rather I do something else with my life. Dear friend, what battles have you been fighting? And how have you clothed yourself? Paul made it clear in his epistle that fighting the battles against the devil are best fought wearing the armor of God. 
And this prayer shows that Jesus was way ahead of Paul in taking such clothing for himself as well as his disciples. For Jesus knew they would win in the end thanks to the nonstop prayers he lifted up on their behalf. And when we ask of him, even today, he will intervene on our behalf as well. There's no need to feel weak or vulnerable. With Christ Jesus praying on our behalf, more than half the battle is won. Our faith and our obedience will carry us on through, and God will receive the honor and the glory, and the blessing shared will bless those with whom we live and work. So here's what we do. We pray, we pray, and we pray again. We develop a holy habit of constantly praying in our lives. Thought prayers silently lifted up, are heard by God. Prayers of moans and aches of pain are also lifted up and interpreted to God by the Holy Spirit. Hear this again. We are not now or ever alone. We stand in the presence of he who loves us and goes with us. Take full advantage of that, my dear friend. Let's pray. Loving God as we pray, we pray that your will be done in all that we are facing. We pray for strength. We pray for wisdom for courage and the faith to be obedient and triumphant. Lift up our sorrows, hear our sighs as praise, and our cries as that which will bless us ultimately. In Christ Jesus our Lord we pray. Amen. Dear friend, thank you again for joining in. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Here's your assignment for today. Pray for as many people as you can today. doesn't matter whether you know them or not. If you see somebody as you're driving or as you're walking somewhere and you see someone in need, silently you say, Lord, bless this person. I don't know what's going on with her or with him, but be with him. Ask God to give them whatever it is you think you're praying for. But pray victory after victory. Receive my prayers of victory for you, dear friend. I'm Pastor Radio Alberde. May the Lord bless you and keep you is my prayer for you. Amen.